The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Even though Jose Hernandez is a former NASA astronaut, he is busier than ever. He was a mission specialist aboard the Space Shuttle Discovery in 2009, and there is a film being developed about his incredible life story on Amazon Prime. And I wanted to talk to him about those incredible new images we're seeing now, thanks to the James Webb Space Telescope. I've got astronaut Jose Hernandez on the line right now in California. Jose, welcome to the show. I appreciate you joining me. Uh, you've got so much going on in your life right now. I, I guess the first thing I wanted to do is congratulate you on being kind of a hometown hero as El Concilio, California, is opening a charter school in your name. Oh, you've been doing your homework. Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, I think uh, at the end of this month, they have the inauguration and we're set to go out and do the ribbon cutting. How does that make you feel? I mean, obviously, you've done very well for yourself, so this has to be a huge honor for you. Well, it, it, it is, uh, because, uh, you know, you know, naming a school after you is, in your hometown is, uh, it, 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 you know, it, it, it's a, uh, and, and the fact that one of my nephews is going to attend the school is even better, because uh, it's so cool. I said, hey, you're going to be attending my school, so everybody going to tell me about how you're doing in school, so you better do well. <laughs> but it makes it so good because uh, because it's sort of like a uh, serving as a role model. You know, just the name of it sparks a conversation of, hey, why is the name after this guy? And then they talk about my story uh, of, of, you know, being a uh, coming up as a migrant farm worker to being selected as a NASA astronaut and flying into space. Uh, you know, it, hopefully it's an empowering conversation where they can tell, uh, they can convince themselves that, hey, if Jose was able to do it, why can't I do it? I'm assuming that you had, besides God-given abilities, that you had uh, a lot of people around you who helped lift you up and, and make your dreams come true. That's correct. And yeah, there, it, it, it's a story of, um, of perseverance, but you know, there's a lot of heroes in the story, uh, including my parents who only have a third grade education, but you know, set the the, the the setting at home and the expectations that you know going to a university wasn't a, an option; it was a requirement. Uh, you have the second grade teacher who came to our house that convinced my parents to stop stop moving around, living a nomadic lifestyle, chasing the uh, the, the harvest of the crop, and stay in one place where we made Stockton, California, our home. Uh, so there's a bunch of heroes in that story that actually helped me become an astronaut. You're about my age, so I would think, like me, you were a big fan as a kid of watching those Apollo astronauts walking on the moon. You must have been glued to the TV like I was. Oh, yeah. If you could imagine, if you could imagine a, uh, a, a, a 10-year-old kid watching, remember those vacuum tube technology, black and white TV, console yeah. type? Yeah. Um, with a rabbit ear antenna on top. If you could imagine a kid, a uh, 10-year-old kid, holding the rabbit ear antenna for dear life uh, to improve reception, while the very last astronaut who ever walked on the moon, uh, Gene Cernan, was walking live. And then I would go outside, it was December 1972, I would go outside and see the moon out in the full glory, come back inside, hear astronaut Gene Cernan walk on the uh, talk to Mission Control Houston, and 
as he walked on the moon. And man, I was, that's when it hit me. I said, this is what I want to be when I grow up. And I never looked back. Very well said, by the way. And, and I know that you went to the University of Pacific and you applied to the NASA astronaut program how many times before you were accepted? It was, it was 12 times. I was rejected 11 times before I finally broke NASA down and they selected me as part of the 19th class of astronauts. 2009, I guess it was, you actually went into space as a flight engineer on Space Shuttle Discovery uh, Program. That had just, was that, is that the thrill of your life so far? Uh, yeah, you know, it's not really the thrill of my life so far. You know, in terms of uh, physical thrills, yes. In terms of accomplishments, you know, I've done other stuff in my career that, I'm, that I, I kind of uh, am very proud of. But, uh, but I'll tell you, you know, going up into space, it only takes eight and a half minutes to go from zero to seventeen thousand five hundred miles an hour, and uh, and you know it's the best ride Disney can ever hope for. But uh, you know, prior to being a prior to being an astronaut, I worked at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory, and uh, I'm one of the two uh, folks that um, that took uh, basically defense oriented technology and applied it to the medical imaging industry, and we uh, developed the first full field digital mammography system for the earlier detection of breast cancer. And uh, and so this device has detected cancer at earlier stage. Everybody knows that the earlier you you, uh, you detect cancer, the greater chances of survival for the patient. So I'm convinced we've saved hundreds of thousands, if not millions of lives as a result of this uh, technology that I'm very proud to say I was part of. One of those things that, you know, if people wonder why we're so actively engaged in the space program, you just laid it out there. I'm curious what your thoughts are, of course, on the James Webb Space Telescope, which just recently started sending back these amazing images. Yeah, aren't they amazing? Yeah. I mean, I'm very excited. I'm very excited about the James Webb Telescope uh, ever since it started beaming uh, uh, images uh, to NASA. And, uh, you know, when I looked at the first one, I was in awe because you have three layers of, uh, of, of, of images that you're seeing. You're seeing stars that are nearby. You're seeing galaxies where the light took over 4 billion years to get here. And then you have this gravitational lensing effect of these dense uh, galaxies that pull light from behind them and push it over to us where we're seeing... Uh, galaxies a little distorted but we're seeing them uh that are where the its light emanated emitted was emitted over 13 billion years ago so <laughs> we're really seeing a lot of stages of the creation of our universe it's hard to fathom and really the future of astrophysics depends on this telescope doesn't it oh yeah and there's going to be millions and millions of images that need to be taken because if you look at the pictures that you that they publish you know, it's a small sliver of the whole universe. Uh, and how small is it? Well, imagine taking a grain of salt, putting it between your fingers, stretching out your arm and putting it against the sky. That's the area that that picture covers. So imagine how many more pictures we need to take to map out the whole universe. We've got our workout. You know, it's, it's going to be a good uh, uh, job security for these astrophysicists uh, that there's going to be a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah, I know people have been, their whole careers, they've been working on this telescope. Um, now, I know that Amazon is doing this movie about your life, which we know how amazing that is. How exciting. When did you first hear about this? 
Well, you know, it's, it's been in the works. Uh, it has started a couple of years ago with Netflix, and then the pandemic hit, and then I believe they have so many projects, they pawned it off to Amazon Prime, and Amazon happily picked it up. And um, and I'll tell you, we got the actor already uh, on contract, and his name is Michael Pena. Yeah. Uh, you, you've seen him. Um, he played an astronaut already on The Martian. Right. So he has astronaut experience, uh, which is good. And, and and so and so filming starts next month, and so it should drop into the Amazon platform sometime mid next year. We're pretty excited about this project, and uh, you know I'll be helping consulting on it, and uh, it should be a good story. Uh, and by the way, you've got to be excited about your son Julio, who is pursuing his aerospace PhD at Purdue University. Wow! That's right. That's right. My oldest kid graduates in December with his Ph.D. in Purdue. He already has two masters and a bachelor's. <laughs> uh, when he went off to Purdue, uh, when he went off to Purdue, I asked him, I said, son, why are you going to Purdue? And this is how he told me what he wanted to be when he grew up. Because I knew he wanted to be an engineer, but I didn't know what, he, what his ultimate goal was. Uh, he said, Dad, I made a list of all the astronauts NASA had selected and where they graduated from. And he said, did you know that Purdue has produced the most astronauts? So that's why I'm going over there. Wow, I had no, I, I had no yeah. idea. Ho- Jose, uh, we're we're short of time. I, I wanted to mention that you because you don't have enough going on. You've got your own vineyard, the Tierra Luna Cellars, and check out tierralunacellars.com. Such an honor talking to you, Jose Hernandez. Can't wait to see uh, the film on Amazon, and good luck with everything in the future. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You could just hear Jose bursting at the seams talking about his brilliant son, and rightly so. That finishes this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.